faithful Niner Empire. What's good? What's good? What's good? You know who it is. It's your boy, Jay in the Bay. What's good? You know who it is. It's your boy, Jay in the Bay. Welcome back, 49ers Cutback Crew and yours truly, Jay in the Bay. Welcome back to week 14 of What's Good. Man, do we have a game this Sunday? I don't know about you, Faithful, but this was definitely a game that I I circled on my calendar. I mean, it's it's TB12. No doubt, no question, one of the most successful quarterbacks in NFL history coming back to his hometown. Uh, well, technically, you know, you know what I mean. But he's coming back to Levi Stadium to face off against our 49ers. And I think the 49ers are meeting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, you know, at the perfect time. Um, the 49ers defense, obviously, is playing lights out number one in a ton of defensive categories, getting turnovers like crazy. You've seen the accolades Nick Bosa has received. And you look at the other side, you look at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and their offense is just, it's just, it's just putrid faithful. It's just, it's just terrible. Uh, They've only scored more than 21 points twice all year. Uh, This is a mediocre offense that's led by one of the greatest football players of all time. And I think, Like I said, this defense, the last five games, they haven't allowed more than 20 points a game. So this is a matchup I'm obviously looking forward to. I think the 49ers do have a lot of advantages, and I think we'll see that on Sunday. But, man, TB12 coming to Levi Stadium, going up against Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy, 22 years old. TB12 has played in the league for 22 seasons. So definitely opposite ends of the spectrum there. But – Obviously, they're not going to play against each other, and I'm looking forward to seeing TB12 going up against this 49ers defense uh, that loves to attack the quarterback. And, uh, hey, BP, just take care of the ball. I think we'll be just fine. But let's get into Jay's five big things. Five, four, three, two, one. Five big things. Let's get into number one. K-I-S. Keep it simple, Faithful. What did the 49ers do last week to beat the Fins? Well, what we did was we had timely turnovers. Uh, Dre Greenlaw with the fumble recovery, scoop and score. Um, Jimmy Ward, interception. Demo Lenore, interception. That's what the 49ers definitely need to do in this game. Uh, That's what this defense has done. I don't remember the last time a defense, a 49er defense, was so turnover savvy. And credit to this defensive staff, D'Amico Ryans leads that staff and all the players for definitely getting timely turnovers. Last week, we also ran the ball. Uh, that's something that we're definitely going to have to do. I think the Buccaneers, they're, they're, they're a middle-of-the-road team as far as stopping the run. So I think there will be some opportunities for the 49ers. Uh, I'm looking for CMC. I'm looking for Jordan Mason to, to get some runs and obviously win the time of possession. That's also something we did very well last week, 40 minutes to 19 minutes that the, that the Finns had. 
that's a recipe for success. And that sounds like a Shanahan offense. If we do these things, keep it simple. I think we'll be just fine. And of course, BP, just don't turn over the ball. I think we'll be just fine. Number two, got to ruin TB12's homecoming. I want to see TB12 throw that tablet. That's what I want to see. I want to see the NFL say, hey, Tom Brady, uh, we're going to find you if you continue to ruin these tablets. And that's what I want to see. I want to see Tom Brady frustrated. Uh, I want to see him yelling at his teammates. That means the 49ers defense is doing a hell of a job. Now, how do we ruin Tom Brady's homecoming? Well, it's by the pass rush. Now, one thing that the Buccaneers do well, I should say Tom Brady does well, he doesn't get sacked a lot. Now, why is that? because he gets rid of that ball quick. They do screen passes. They do quick slants. They throw behind the line of scrimmage. They do everything to have Tom Brady stay upright, stay healthy, and get rid of the ball quickly. Um, now, the 49ers, obviously, we, we love to get after the quarterback with our pass rush, and I think that's something that we will see on Sunday. We may not get a ton of sacks, but – what we have to do is we have to make Tom Brady uneasy in the pocket. We have to make sure he hears those footsteps and he gets rid of the ball before he really wants to. Um, and I think that's, that's going to be key in this game. Also this Buccaneers offense, it's a one dimensional offense. Well, what, what do you mean, Jay? Well, they just passed the ball. This is the worst rushing team in the NFL. They have the least amount of yards through all games. They only average about 73 yards per game. That sounds like a one-dimensional offense to me, and that definitely benefits this 49ers defense. We can expect the pass. Our defensive lineman can go run upfield and attack Tom Brady. Let's get into number three. Continue to be special. What are you talking about, Jay? I'm talking about the special teams unit. I know we only talk about the special teams when, you know, there's a penalty on a special teams play or if, or if Robbie Gold misses a kick or, or Mitch shanks a, a punt. But I don't know if you noticed, but this special teams unit has been really well. Uh, we've made investments, obviously, in the offseason, bringing on several players, Oren Burks. Um, George Odom, Ray Ray McLeod, and they've done well. We also added a new coach, Brian Schottenheimer, uh, who used to be with the Seattle Seahawks. I think that investment has paid off. And Mitch Wisnowski had two uh, punts that he put in the 20-yard line, which makes the offense uh, travel even farther to get a touchdown. So huge kudos to Mitch. Robbie Gold, I don't know if you know, he, he's one of the most successful kickers ever in the NFL, top 10 in a lot of the kicking categories. Uh, so Robbie Gold, I think he had 15 points last week, and I think we're going to need Robbie Gold again this Sunday. J just an idea. I think we'll definitely need Robbie Gold to continue to, um, you know, make his kicks. Also, Ray Ray McLeod. Now, are, is he scoring special teams touchdowns? No, but he is getting positive yardage, which helps the offense. Um, Ray Ray McLeod last week had two punt returns, uh, average about 17 yards per return. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. So if he continues that, helps this offense, um, I think the special teams will continue to be special and they'll help this team win. Number four, got to win on the money down. Faithful, if you are a uh, reliable, or excuse me, if you are a loyal viewer of the What's Good Show with Jay and the Bay, you've heard me say this on more than one occasion. You got to win the money down and the money down is third down. Now, Tampa Bay, is actually pretty good on third down. Offensively, they rank in top five in conversion percentage. Defensively, they rank in top five. So that means the offense can definitely 
execute on third down uh, and convert, and the defense can get off the field on third down. So I think that's going to be very key. Our 49ers last week, our, the defense was 0 of 7. So we did not allow any third down conversions last week. Now, am I expecting that this week? Uh, I don't know about that. But if we can keep them at a 30% clip, I think that will definitely lead us to, uh, you know, a, a victory for sure. But um, got to win on third down. Uh, and the key to doing that is you got to get positive yards on the early down. So I think if the 49ers win on third down, I think there's no reason why we can't win this game. Number five. Is it possible the 49ers have a spark on offense with number 13 under center? Uh, obviously, Brandon and I, you spoke very highly of, you know, uh, Brock Purdy basically saying that he takes accountability for his play on the field. Hey, if Brock Purdy messes up, he'll come to you and say, hey, I messed up. I I'll get you next time. Uh, I think that's definitely showing leadership for a guy who's only 22 years old. He was a four year starter at college, but definitely great leadership. And that's that's a great trait, especially for your for your teammates. Trent Williams spoke very highly of Brock Purdy. So. I think Brock Purdy could be a spark for this offense. Um, I, he threw 37 passes last week, which, you know, I think that that's a, that's a lot. Uh, but we did have the ball for 40 minutes last week. So I think if we can get that number closer to 27, 28, I would be, that would be great for me. And also give more carries to, we're finally seeing him on the field, faithful Jordan Mason. Now, <laughs> Of course, it's due to injury, but I like what I saw from Jordan Mason. I don't know about you, Faithful, but he looked pretty good. Uh, he's a tough runner in between the tackles. He does not go down usually on the first hit. Um, he, he loves to run the ball, and he loves to run through contact. So, hey, I think Mason, he had eight carries last week. Let's get him to 15 to 17 carries, and we can lessen the load on CMC because we know CMC can provide, um, you know, a spark in the receiving game. So, I think if these two guys play well, and I think they will, Brock Purdy, Jordan Mason, and um, I, I don't think the Buccaneers would know what hit them. Hey, Jay. It's time for Hey, Jay, where viewers send in questions for yours truly. Let's get into the first question. We got Teresa Gonzalez. What's good? Teresa says, can Brock Purdy duplicate his performance from the Finns game. Now that's a great question. You know, uh, obviously the Finns were not preparing to play against Brock Purdy. They were preparing to play against Jimmy G. You know, Brock Purdy came in. Uh, he looked poised in the pocket. He looked like he had been here before. And I think that's what helps when you've played, you know, when you're a four-year starter in college. He, he just looked like the moment was not too big for him. Now, how will he play when he has to go up against, you know, Todd Bowles, one of the best defensive minds in the NFL, um, a guy who's, you know, he's got a Super Bowl on, under his title. Um, you know, can he duplicate his performance? I think he I think he's going to have to in order for us to win. Um, maybe he'll throw a little bit less. But uh, the key is for Brock Purdy, just don't turn the ball over. And uh, I think get the ball out quick because the Buccaneers can get after the quarterback. So, yes, I think Brock Purdy will duplicate his performance. Just two touchdowns, no interceptions this time. I'll take that. But great question, Teresa. Uh, next question, we have Jess. What's good? Jess with a great question. Will the 49ers be able to sack Tom Brady? Absolutely. 
I think um, Tom Brady, he's going to get rid of the ball quick, but Nick Bosa is on a hot streak like, like I've seen no other. Eric Armstead is back. I mean, this is the healthiest the defense has been. Um, D'Amico Ryans loves to blitz. So, yes, I think we will be able to sack Tom Brady. We got the D-Train. What's good? D-Train says, will Demo Lenore be able to hold up against Evans, Godwin, and Jones? I think so. I mean, this isn't the Julio Jones of, you know, five years ago. Godwin is coming off of a torn ACL. He doesn't really look right. Mike Evans has been banged up this year. And Demo Lenore has, he's been playing pretty good opposite of, um, you know, Mooney Ward. So, yeah, I think Demo Lenore will be fine up against those receivers. They're not... I mean, Evans will go deep, but he's not a speed threat. He's not Tyreek Hill, so we don't really have to worry about that. Now, Scotty Miller is a guy who is a speed threat. Uh, he's a guy that can definitely take the top off the defense, so he's definitely a guy that you have to worry about going deep. But I don't know if the Buccaneers will have time to, to really develop that play. Um, you know, will Tom Brady wait in the pocket four to five seconds to deliver, to deliver a deep ball? Um, if so, I'm, I'm confident in our guys for sure. Appreciate the question, D-Train. Away, Jay. All right, it's now time for Fade Away Jay. Um, I, I think this is going to be a, a game that's going to be very close throughout. Uh, I think this could be a game where whichever defense is able to, pay, to play sound football, you know, not committing penalties, uh, which, which defense is going to be able to get some turnovers, which the 49ers have been doing really well. Uh, the last few weeks, even TB12 threw an interception last week. Maybe he'll do, throw one of those this week. But um, it's going to be whoever can commit the least amount of mistakes, I think, will we'll end up winning this game. And, um, you know, I, I just think it's really going to it's really going to hurt the Bucks' offense that they can't run the ball. They're not going to be able to run and pass. They're not really going to be able to use play action against the 49ers. And I just think this 49ers defense, I, I mean, I don't remember. I know it was 2019, but I don't remember this 49ers defense playing so well, um, you know, ever since the KC game. So this defense is on fire. I think this offense has a spark with Jordan Mason in it and uh, Brock Purdy. So I'm taking the Niners to win this game. And I don't think the Buccaneers will be able to keep up scoring uh, with this 49ers team. Uh, you know, the Buccaneers offense, like I said before, they haven't, they've only scored more than 21 points twice. Uh, you know, you look at their schedule, they're usually scoring 17 points. And that's usually what the 49ers defense allows a game. So I'm taking the 49ers to win this game. And I think Robbie Gold will play a big part in this game. I'm taking the 49ers to win. 19 to 13. And I think it's going to be a low scoring game, obviously, but I think the 49ers will take it and that uh, will be on a six game winning streak. But appreciate everyone watching another episode of uh, What's Good with Yours Truly, Jay in the Bay. See you guys next week. Go Niners.